and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and I believe that God wants to fill up heaven. He wants everyone to be saved, including you. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, And the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it, and then the end will come. That's the gospel, the good news of Jesus' true salvation. I pray that as you hear this message, it will encourage you to read the Bible for yourself. Seek the truth. Ask God to open your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what His Spirit is trying to tell you. The episode will begin after a short message. Why do you go to church? I hope it's to get to know Jesus. Really, what's your reason for going to church? Is it to be seen? Because your parents or spouse said so? Because you were born, oh, fill in the blank, Catholic, Presbyterian, Methodist, whatever. To feel good. To sing in the choir or play in the band. Because you're drawn to God, but you don't know why. Because you're searching for answers. To worship and praise God and hopefully hear a good sermon or message that speaks to you. Now, what would Jesus say about your church? You know, think about it. If he walked in the door and sat down in the pew and listened to the message and listened to what you were doing and the announcements and um, the music, what would he think? Would he approve of the message? Would he be impressed with your service projects? So what category does your church fall under? And if you click on over to my blog, um, I have links to each of these descriptions and other articles. So do you love the church more than Jesus? Is your church facing persecution? Do you pray to statues, light candles, burn incense, and does the pastor condone immorality? Are you unknowingly listening to false teachings that are unbiblical? Is your church dead? Are you not growing spiritually? Is it apathetic? Do you not care? Do you feel like a robot going through ritual after ritual? Is your church going through a time of testing? Is your church lukewarm, neither hot nor cold? Does your pastor's message sound something like this? And I'm going to read from Luke chapter 4, verses 5 through 8. The devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to them, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will all be yours. And Jesus answered, it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. So do you follow worship Jesus or do you worship a church or statues or even a person? That's not Jesus. Many churches are inviting and they say to come and you'll feel good. Or you love sitting in a pretty church with lots of elaborate decorations and man-made statues. Works of art. I remember when I toured Italy, I visited cathedral after cathedral that could pass as art museums as well as pagan worship centers. Jesus didn't suffer and die on the cross so that we could have religion. What is religion? 
Religion is mankind's attempt to reach God. Jesus is God's attempt to reach mankind. Sitting in church doesn't get you into the kingdom of God, nor does it make you a Christian. Being raised going to church on Sunday doesn't make you a Christian either. Not unless you made the conscious decision to repent of your sins and be baptized after the age of accountability, which is about 12 years old. Religion doesn't get you into the kingdom of God. You have to be born again. Jesus said in Matthew 7, 21 to 23, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. Jesus told this parable, and this is found in Matthew 13. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you are pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring it to my barn. And that's Matthew 13, verses 24 through 30. Jesus explains what this means in a few verses later. So he says, then he left the crowd and went into the house, but his disciples came to him and said, Explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He answered, The one who sowed the good seed is the son of man, Jesus himself. The field is the world, and the good seed stands for the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people of the evil one, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. As the weeds are pulled up and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out his angels and they will weed out of his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. They will throw them into the blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father, and, oh, here he says, he says this again. He says this over and over and over again. Whoever has ears, let them hear. That's Matthew 13, 36 to 43. Think of the true salvation of Jesus Christ being born again as fire insurance. You can be absolutely sure that you won't be going to hell. Oh, if you think you're going to purgatory, my friend, it doesn't exist. If you're not saved by the blood of Christ, you're going to hell. We are living in the last days, so you'd better figure it out fast. So how do you get saved? How do you get into the kingdom of God? Well, number one, Jesus is the door. Period. Repentance is the key. 
Baptism is the water that cleanses us from our old life. And lastly, the Holy Spirit is the fire that refines or sanctifies us so we are good enough to get into heaven because on our own, we will never be good enough. So if you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation and a one-way non-stop ticket to heaven that you won't be left behind at the rapture, this is what you have to do. Believe. Repent. Be baptized. Receive the Holy Spirit. Pray this prayer humbly and wholeheartedly. Dear Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner. I believe you died for my sins. Please forgive me. Right now, I turn from my sins and open the door of my heart and my life to you. I confess you as my personal Lord and Savior, and I will follow you for the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. I read a short passage from Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 through 7. And now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Let your roots go down into him. Let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught, and you will overflow with thankfulness. And if you click on over to my blog, in the bottom there, there'll be next steps in your new walk with Jesus. Basically, start reading the Bible daily. I have links to my favorite Bible apps that make it really easy to do that. Oh, I don't want you to be left behind. I don't want you to burn in hell. I want you to know the truth truth of Jesus's true salvation. And as Jesus says in um, Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it. And then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. Amen. Yes, the kingdom of God is here. We are living in strange, crazy times. The last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart. They are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, verses 20 to 22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Folks, Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Invite him, your Savior, into your heart. If you don't know what to say, read the prayer in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this episode, and I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of Scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope is through Jesus Christ only. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. Make sure you download my favorite free Bible study apps, YouVersion, Bible App, and Through the Word. These will make it easy for you to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily and seeking the truth for yourself. Oh, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button, then the share button. The good news of Jesus Christ is meant to be shared. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.